0: Welcome to episode 148 of the TVA podcast, featuring special guest Adam Gro, host of Cash Cab Canada. And now here's the host of this show, Todd Ben Allen. Hello, folks, and uh, welcome to the TVA podcast.
1: Thank you for listening, and uh, it is a pleasure to have you uh, here for episode 148. The uh, voice you just heard was uh, the man to my immediate right here above the pub at McVay's. Uh, producer Darcy Fiander, how are you?
0: Good. It's nice to hear you. You know, keep a nice dulcet tone. Do you like that? We sort of blew it out of the water. I, uh, I, I listened to it last night for the first time. As soon as
1: it rolled out Tuesday, I listened to last week's podcast. It was our second anniversary show.
0: A little bit of energy. And there.
1: It, there, it was animated. <laughs> well, we did have an audience, too. I mean, that, yeah. was, that was the sort of thing. Um, I'm glad it happened. It's nice to blow off a little bit of steam. And it's, you know, it was, I'm,
0: gl- I'm just glad it was as funny listening to it. Yeah, it turned out better than I thought it would. Right. But I'm also glad today... The room is
1: empty. The room is empty. It's just, you know, us and empty chairs
2: and our guest Adam Grow. Second anniversary. Second anniversary last week. Last week. 147 episodes, episodes of at that podcast. Point. Yes. This is 148 and this is my first invitation. Yeah to be nice. No, no, no. Excellent. No. No, no, no. Uh-huh, no I wrong. understand. I understand. You, you are wrong. This is not the first invitation that we
1: have been trying to get you on and it's just been a scheduling nightmare. I'll play with that. That's yeah. right.
2: Because you've been a busy have, guy. I've been unavailable for two years. Yes. And 148 episodes. I would have thought you could just like take the cab, come over here, do a quick thing and then, but no. We should do a cab cast next time. You know what? That would be awesome. A total cab, uh, yeah. The cab I honestly, cast. Honestly, I think that would be an awesome idea. With, I, you know what? There's a show. That's pretty much that already. Really? And I host it. What is it? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's called... No. (laughs) But we should actually uh, get you in the cash cab and and do it. Although, after we, we finished making season two, and so the cab gets dismantled, unfortunately. What, really? Yeah. Because there's like a half million dollars worth of HD equipment in this minivan. Barack Obama's limo doesn't cost that much. How did it... Again, and this is with two years, 147 <laughs> episodes, and this is my first you appearance have, I, on the TVA podcast. Uh, you have cachet. I am remiss. I have a, <laughs> this a, is really a multi-million bad. dollar sienna.
0: Look at you. With
2: lights and sound effects. I know, now, and here yeah, I am for the first time. The and stuff. I'll and emphasize awesome. that occasionally through this podcast. Really? This is my first time on the show, because I hear it like on the second, what was... Uh, some of the guys have been on like a half do- two dozen times some of those guys. Actually no one yet. D- uh, Dave Patterson
1: is sitting on 11. He's okay. about to go to the cusp. He's so a... he's one dozen. He's it. A... He's very close. All right, he's
0: good though. He's, he's got good. a lazy baker in there. Boy does he. Not oh, know, baker's it. dozen. What are we going to do for th- for his 13th You've episode? Heard that, you heard that term, right? The what? The lazy baker? Yeah, I've never it's heard. It's 11. Of. You know, baker's dozen, Baker's you get 13, dozen? lazy right. baker, 11. Whoa, 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 why why isn't 12 the lazy baker? Cuz like he couldn't be arsed to put in that extra one. Oh, yeah, okay. Maybe I'm right. I don't know.
2: maybe you're right. I doubt I am. Okay.
0: So, thanks for bringing that up. Are there, like, uh,
2: like just anybody (coughs) that is honestly giving, like, 12 in a dozen? Like, does anybody do that? Or is it always, like, some sort of... Oh, try and give an an extra one. Have you ever counted your 10 bits when you get them, by the way? Like, if you order, like, a uh, snack pack, Mm -hmm. I don't know how many, like, 30 in that thing, or a party pack, did you ever go through and go and make sure? I'm not that fastidious. Right. Do you? Well, no, this is what I'm saying. If there's Lazy Bakers and there's a Baker's Dozen... Who counts? I mean, if it's just right. twelve, maybe you'd get that far. Right. But with a big box of Timbits, <laughs> you know, I would.
1: <laughs> I would love to like get like one of those party packs with like sixty in it, and just like do it at the drive-through with like the line with, with everybody behind just want you. Coffees. Right. And so you take it, and you go, just a second, please. Two, four, six, eight. Hey,
0: wait a minute. And then pay by check. Right. Right. <laughs> My childhood friend uh, Hope, um, we would each get a dollar a week allowance and go buy. We'd each get a hundred penny candy. And it must have sucked for the person working. <laughs> one. Because <laughs> it's not just a 100 of one thing. You it's know? I want seven of those oh. and three of those. Oh, oh my God. And then Hope w- w- would always make her recount afterwards, or she would recount. So I wonder if she carried that on through her life. Like She goes and gets Timbits now and, like, stands at the counter and, like, just right. dumps out the box on the counter and starts right. rolling them into piles. Okay, and well, like, here, here's what you she, need to know about me. I, I don't know if
2: I can handle someone touching my candy a hundred times. No, <laughs> like it's one thing for like someone to grab like a scoop or a, a chocolate bar, but if someone to right. be handling a hundred different pieces of candy, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm I'm one of those germ guys. Is, I'm sure this is the days before Purell.
1: You know, so oh, there's yeah. going to be and you that know, that the person who knows handling knows food doesn't handle or, the cash.
0: Yeah. Like those right. days
1: went around either, right? And I just love the fact that Hope is not living up to her name. It's like how many how many are in there? I hope a hundred. <laughs>
2: Nothing. Uh,
1: no. That's right. No. She should have been known as you know accurate.
2: Fastidious. Hope and Animal Darcy retentive. lived the days before. In fact, what, the candies, some of the candies were called Listeriosicles. <laughs> 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 they were Listeriosic yeah. suckers. I loved Bachu Chew. Yeah. That was a It was a, a, a very chewy candy. E. Cola Stoppers. Yeah, that was good. Um, you'd suck on those for yeah. ages. Here's what else you need to know. I forgot to. I should have done this right at the top because, you know, you podcasts are like, you're a radio guy too. You know, you do a little bit of the radio. A little stuff. bit of the radio twice a year. I have week. a radio background. So, with your subscribers, you get mm-hmm. like uh, an active listenership, and then maybe you might even get someone tuning into this episode for the first time because right. Adam, Adam Cash Cab is, is actually on, on this pod- uh, Brilliant. Like, how come it took them two years <laughs> cool? and 148 episodes to get him? I don't know. The way I would
1: see it is wow, if they've waited this long to try and get him, yeah. what were the other guests yeah, looking like? exactly. Oh,
2: my God. Oh, Dave Patterson Nasty ramp Brian
1: Hope Who is this guy
2: Brian. I gotta do that How many times Is Brian Hope Been on this show uh, You don't want to know Oh It's <laughs> Brian, Brian has been Brian has been on it When all we had was Skype Well, How, could, like how, how come other guys Are getting credits On my podcast now? Because you're bloody busy Well your podcast Okay My version, Your episode My episode of your, your episode Okay of so here's podcast. what You need to know I don't know I, so I don't know <laughs> If it so works the same a way notarized? I don't know if it works The same way okay. But in radio You know there's Average quarter right. hours There's cumulative audio, Your weekly cum. I don't know how many Subscribers or whether You talk about that out loud But you know To keep people listening in this podcast cuz right. this could be 3 or 4 hours long we don't know we have that much we time on the chip know. we don't know how long it's going Darcy's be. fainted <laughs> by the end of this podcast i will reveal the secret on how you win on Cash cap. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my the God. God.
0: Folks, that's by, by the end of this podcast, yes. not by the end of this You schedule. know right now. I you, know, Of course, I know. Right. No, no, no. No, that's great. I, I know I you know. Mean, I think that we finally hooked on to something. We yeah. need a teaser to get them to listen to the end. Please, yes. can you not... Right now, this is all people are hearing right now. <laughs> that's it. <laughs>
2: okay, but if you fast forward, it'll automatically erase. Oh, right. really? Yeah, I have a digital... Uh, <laughs> Manifold Forward me that firmware Yeah It's crazy That You cannot go skip ahead Because there's little bits (laughs) Of the secret revealed As you go along Right Right If you don't have All the pieces of the puzzle It won't make any sense Mm -hmm. When you get to the end You'll go Oh Now I gotta go back To the top of it And I In fact What you'll have to do Is you'll have to start At episode one Right And listen to all 140 (laughs) Oh sweet Uh, You know what We should force him to do that That will take You know Easily Think of our numbers
1: Going up Darcy Yeah
0: even in China, again, we have. Do you guys ass- talk numbers? We don't Do you- usually talk numbers, no. um, but we could probably name everybody by name. <laughs> I don't know that we could, actually. And by the way, say hello to Shelly. Yes. Shelly. Shelly, thanks for tuning in yep. to my
2: first appearance on the TVA podcast.
1: Is it your first? It feels like it you've is. been on here I think longer.
2: It, I'm pretty sure it's my first. <laughs> and apparently, I can wait another two years and really not be any worse for if wear. If
1: you stopped being busy.
2: Yeah. Then we could have you, but then if that. you stop being busy,
1: you would stop being, you know, you wouldn't have anything to talk about. True. Then, it was, it's so a very. It's, it's, it's a delicate balance. you got things to do stretch. to talk about.
2: And I don't know if you're the same way, and, or, and you as well, uh, Shelly, um, <laughs> but when I'm not busy, I'm not as productive. No. True. If I'm not busy and I've got all this time on my hands, mm-hmm. I am so, like that's right. that's the danger of if I were to actually own a video gaming system, which I do not, when, and that's the reason why. Because, and I would be playing whatever Halo for right. eight hours at the at a time, mm-hmm. which I, you know, and I don't know if that's like that's got to be old news. Halo, that's the last time I played. I think I know there's
1: there's yeah. new versions. I, I think it's I think it's been around for two years, and that's the first
2: time that, you've mentioned that. That's right. That's, that's I, right. Every other time I've been on the show, I've not brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> but I I don't like that's the reason. So yeah. it's good to be busy. It is. For a number of reasons, but productivity, you know, down the road mm-hmm. increases. Right. And here's the other thing you need to know. I think you need a certain amount of confidence to wear. Where do you get that? To wear red cords. <laughs> I think you do. Is it the red cords? Uh, on the way down here, I saw a woman wearing red cords, and I thought there's not many people that wear red pant cords. or skirt. Because uh,
1: that's different oh, Okay, that yeah. takes confidence. Not a fan of the cord skirts. Some people can pull it off. Mm. Not typically the people who wear them, right? But most times, like I have seen, was, okay, that's a nice cord skirt. Agreed. It's, it depends upon how it's you know. jean skirts. Same Let's, thing. Can we just say that nine times out of ten cords are not flattering on anybody?
2: Like you're
0: really, they are can just, be
2: pretty. They can be pretty cool, but they don't really kind of capture anything. I got a pair, know? and I don't know whether I come off nice or just like a completed. I wasn't really thinking of you at all. I you were I was, to be you know, quite honest, evaluating that. I hope you weren't like rubbing In your hands together. Like, oh, Todd and cords. But that is, just gets creepy. You could do a cord skirt, a red one, and I think you could pull it off. I do have kilts. You, you do. Uh, I don't know if that is that <laughs> gotta, a disease. You, you, you cord, get, cord that kilt? Would be the, that would be the
0: Clan McCord. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, snap! All right, let's one? let's bring it back. Can so we? the van's been dis- disassembled. So <laughs> oh yeah, back to cash. So, cash. Oh yeah. So oh, does yeah. the van turn into again? something like so? Someone uses it the rest of the time? Well, like it- no. And it's a real taxi. A lot of
2: people, you know, it is a TV show. Right? Is it true it is- that
0: you have your your hack license? I I am
2: a licensed Toronto taxi driver.
0: Are you serious?
2: I went to school you for three speak years. Way too much good English. I I. I realize that that is the stereotype, and it is completely accurate. <laughs> that has to be the first tipping point when people get like see
1: you. Okay, where do you want to go? Hey, wait a minute. Well, it, it, in the <laughs> You're first from season, Ethiopia.
2: It, it's amazing. In the first season, people were you know they kind of have a puzzled look on their face when mm-hmm. they got when they got in the cash cab, uh, but it wasn't like enough for them to really you know it kind of I think it worked for us because it kind of threw them off right right. Was like, oh, okay, well, we got to go here. And now, unfortunately, but fortunately, there's a, there's enough of a recognition factor for right. the show and for me even, which mm-hmm. is surprising. This is a Canadian show. Let's not forget. Right. And I don't like to, you know, belittle can you name, can you name Canadian your productions. What's that? Can you name your viewers by name?
0: Uh, Shelley is Shelley is one. one. Yeah, come on. He's had more people in his cab than we have listeners. I know. I know. That's <laughs> That's why we have to do the podcast in the cab. Then we
2: have more listeners. That's the, it. Cab the,
0: cast. Cab cast. the cab The cabcast, the cab cash cast. If we it get a season 3 and I you ever have like you have like a, a radio or an MP MP3 player in the cab. Can you like actually play our podcast while you're doing the show? Well, we yeah. We, yeah. Use, we use an
2: iPod for our video bonus questions.
0: Okay. Really? We run
2: our video bonus questions. I've never
0: seen
1: a video
2: bonus question. On What? No, I've never then seen Then you one don't one. watch the show. I do. What? Yeah. What, people, every time you watch, they're not opting for it? Yeah. Well, here, okay. Secret number one. Okay. For but how to win in the cash cab. Right. This is a piece of the puzzle. And it's almost more of a reveal as to one of the new elements in season two. Mm-hmm. So that's what did I say, secret number one? Okay. Season two season is completed two. in production. It's in post production now. It starts airing in September. Right. But one of the new elements we added was that regardless of what you choose mm-hmm. to do, if you win five hundred bucks when you arrive at your destination and you decide to keep the five hundred and leave, right. We still play the video now. Really? Mm-hmm. Last in season one, we wouldn't play the video. Okay. So now it's like almost like a little bit of what would you have done? Mhm. Or what would have you? What would you have won mm-hmm. if you had done this? Right. So now you'll see all the video. Okay, all the video
1: because the because cool. uh, you know what I have. It's like that thing where you know someone who's only seen like one episode of something, and it's like it, it's that one episode they've seen. Like, oh, I've only seen one episode of Cheers my life, and I've seen it five times. Right. You know, it's Every time you Carla tune in, goes, it's like oh, right, right. that one again. I've seen like three of yours, and each one of those I've seen like twice. Right. So, and no one opted for the video, um, but here's okay. So here's a we made
2: twenty six episodes. Okay. And you watched three. I saw three? Uh, just random draws? Three, but each one three times. So that's nine. That's nine not times. Not bad. Not, not bad. bad. How not long bad. did you shoot to get 26? We shoot about six weeks. Wow. So six you're weeks. doing how many shows a
1: day? Because, well, because the idea it's just
2: like you're picking up random people. Is, yeah. The idea is you. we shoot in any broadcast day, right? taping day, shooting day, that is, five games in the hopes that we'll get three right. that we want to put on television. Mm-hmm. Okay because most episodes of Cash Cab include three games. Sometimes the games are so much fun we we only have two because they can run on a little longer. Right. So one of the things that we found in season 2 was very difficult time throwing out games because it was a lot of fun. Right. So we like if, if we shoot 100 games We shoot about 100 games mm-hmm. Every season For every season right. Both seasons <laughs> For everyone For <that laughs> every done. single season that For your second done. anniversary You've done 100 games Right Which and, I've never been and on And you've never been fine. In the cash no. cab <laughs> uh, So touche <laughs> So we shoot about 100 games About 30 of those Don't make it to TV at all so, but the, if the people win, they still get their money, right? Right. They just but the, once people kind of get revealed in the cash cap, they're like, well, get seriously, let's go, and they're and they're off and running, and they mm-hmm. and they win or they lose. Even if they lose, they're so like, but we're going to be on TV, right? We, mm-hmm. Well, we can't promise. We we don't know, right? But that's what everybody really wants is the big prize. Is like, yeah, they want to win the money, but they, they want to make the TV. episodes. Yeah, absolutely. They want to make the. So, do you season. normally
0: throw out the ones where people don't win? Like, no. No? Doesn't, no 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 it's, uh, not. no it does no no you, I, you want that. a
2: real mix uh, some of it's done for time at the end of the day, but for the most part what you're looking for is a real mix so if you've right. got an episode that's got two winners, you want to have a team some that doesn't win, win in between so that's right. not like you do, you're not going to tune in an episode and say winners, winners winners so like oh, right. it's so easy right and it's not like I would say it's almost 50 50 right. Not in terms of it being a lottery, but... My favorite moments are like when,
1: uh, and I, I've seen this a couple of times, where uh, they opt for the scream out the window, mm-hmm. and it was, I remember one, it was like you you asked for like some explorer, and it was like either Vasco da Gama or Magellan, or it was like, I thought I had like a 50-50 chance of getting this, and so they're screaming at some homeless guy, who discovered the Suez Canal, or whatever it was, and just, this guy is looking at him at, Magellan, you know, like whatever. Yeah,
2: know it's, it's, just, <laughs> it's priceless when somebody just random piece of knowledge right. from somebody on the street. It's called a street shout-out. That's out. the one,
1: street right. shout-out.
2: A scream out the window. <laughs> that didn't roll off the tongue. Right. You didn't have a production team
0: sitting there going,
1: what do we call this thing? It
0: came up in the meeting. They yeah. Just yeah, okay. We've got
1: to name the segment. How do we, what's the clue? Yeah. Okay, secret
2: so, number two. Number two. Okay. For Cash Cab, season two, there's a new game element. Okay. So you've got your... Your mobile shout out right. when you're traveling along. You right. got your street shout out. What, what if so they don't have a cell phone? Do you provide we, we provide them with okay. a cell phone. All right. uh, so they got the mobile shout out, they can call one of their friends. Mm-hmm. They got the street shout out, they can ask some you know, stranger on the street, some guy right. know, that looks homeless. Usually that's who they ask. Right. I don't know why. No, they don't. <laughs> but often they know the answer. Or the flower
1: guy, at like Union and, and uh, you know, Jarvis, or whatever
2: it is. Right. You know, okay. The third element that we're adding is a new one. It's called a dispatcher. Shout out. So they call the cab company? Uh, what's it called? Yeah, we,
1: we put them through. Is it the, like, is the, it like ag- the guy upstairs at uh, you know, Deal or No Deal?
2: Is that like? Is no, that, is I, this, is I it even forgot the name. Game? It's called the swap out. The, what? It's a swap out. Okay. So once they get to uh, the $100 level questions, mm-hmm. if they want to swap one because they can't answer it and right. they've used their mobile shout out and they've used their street shout out, right. we will actually put them through to the, the, the cash cab dispatcher. Okay, a real dispatcher mm-hmm. on our on our CB. Which, which
1: company is it with again? It's
2: Diamond. Diamond, Diamond, Diamond Taxi, and and they will get a brand new question. Okay, and but speak. I, the reason I thought about it was because you're talking about buzzwords when you the scream out the window right. thing yeah. or the street shutout. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't I, go with that. Name. I really thought that the swap out should be called the spatch out because you're going to the, the dispatcher. I, agree. I, agree. I that comes off too spatula for me. Yeah, but it's That's like, why. but can you see that becoming? And I, I wanted it to be organic. And we right. actually, you know, like any other television show, right. we take out, um, you know, fake guests mm-hmm. just to do a technical rehearsal. Right. But these fake guests volunteer for a show, but they don't really know exactly what they're getting into. They, they just know that it's a tech rehearsal, so they're not actually going to win anything. Right. And one of them actually, I, I thought Spatch Out was cool. And one of them actually, you know, when we said swap out, was, I'm going to put you through to the cash cab dispatcher. So like, are you spatching out or whatever? And I was nice. you see? Yeah. <laughs> that's how, I would, that's I would, how I would, names come organically. I would have, just, and I would have still, just said
1: dispatch. I'm going to dispatch that question. Dispatch. That's good. Good. Just, just, just dispatch, just, dispatch just, it. Just, like a different meaning for that. That's the
2: noun and the verb. You got the dispatch guy who you does the dispatch. You are a brilliant, brilliant man. I am not. I took grade 12 English. Um, so it's swap out. That's the new. That's okay. one of the other new elements. Okay, but this helps people how because you've already recorded this season.
1: Well, the, so it helps the really? viewer. Okay. It helps
2: the viewer, and then they can mentally prepare for when okay. we will get season three. We're going to get season three to ten in one package. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty oh, sure. Wow, <laughs> just I'm do pretty do confident. All. This that's podcast is going to be the catalyst. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? If, if I thought it was Michelle, if you, you mad. could write a letter. <laughs> <laughs> or email right. discovery, uh, but it will help people get their mind around what, what, what. Wait a minute, you know, you know, it's a learning curve. Like, right. so they're watching the show. With, uh, swap out what it's like. So there's right. the heads up.
1: So here's a question for you. When when you went for your licensing and stuff like that, like what was that like? Did you do any researching with cabbies? Like, because every time I hop into a cab, and usually uh, if I'm with, like with three or four people or two or three people, I'll opt to take the front seat so I can talk to the cab. Really, I I enjoy like unless I you were really, on un, unusual though. I, I this is what I always do. And like cricket. unless unless I am really uh, like I just need the moment alone, and I'm just trying to listen to something. Like if I got like you know something that I'm, I'm I've got to take care of, I will engage the cab driver unless he's an idiot and talking on his phone. But like if he's a nice enough guy, I'll always ask him like you know um, you know how you doing, how's your night, what country are you from, and the second I, I hear the country, I go, what restaurants would you recommend, like. I've been getting a string of Ethiopian guys. I go yeah. like, where do I find the best Ethiopian restaurant? And nine times out of ten, they say Ethiopia House. Really? Yeah. Well, uh,
2: you got to, you got to figure some of these guys are on kickbacks with certain hotels and right. restaurants, which is not. Uh, it's a, it's one of the things you actually learn in taxi school. Right. If the client asks for a recommendation you can give it mm-hmm. but if someone gets into your cab and you're pushing a restaurant or a hotel right. that's, that's against, against the, the municipal right. bylaws right. so you could lose your license for being fined right now, as far as sitting in the front seat is concerned, I'm surprised because personally, most of the cabbies I see are using that front seat as their desk space. Oh yeah, or their lunch space. Right. So they look. One guy was like a building
1: bit a mona. When you're like, on well, like, like the... oh, sorry about that. You can't go. Like we literally couldn't get into this cab because he had like so much shit strewn in the front seat. Right. Like wait for the next one. Right. You know, the next guy was like, oh, uh, you know, I left my tinker toys at home. You know, oh, I don't need to do my soldering work while I'm
2: driving. That'll be fine. I can right. do that later. So well, what? I do have to deal with that because a, a lot of the times you'll see groups getting into the cash cab mm-hmm. and someone will just, you know, figure, I'll just sit in the front seat. Right. And we don't have a camera set up. For the front seat. For the passenger seat. Yeah. We That's my camera is set up. Don't kind of you have of, eight cameras? There's seven cameras in the cash cab. And there's, one outside? There's seven. There's two You're, outside.
0: Wow. There's five in. Two on top, you've never seen an episode in your eight, life. I'm going <laughs> home. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go and correct the Wikipedia page where I read there was eight HD cameras. Okay. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. there you go.
2: I, Look at that. I never noticed that. You know, so, you can't
0: update those yourself, eh? Yeah. Well, who does it? Oh, the public.
2: Oh, right. The, the well, public. I'm the public. Well, well I'm going to
1: the public is. minus one. That's it. Right. If you, yes, if you could please cite this podcast, that would be delightful. And then
2: we could, Michelle, bring it could on. you cite this podcast right. in your next wiki? I might want to call her
1: Shelly. Shelley, that's. I, I think I called her Michelle once, and my testicles are still tender from Ooh. that moment. Yeah.
2: Um, so anyway, the are we talking about Dave Patterson again? Be honest. Is Dave Patterson's nickname Shelley? Is that yes. is? All right. Yes, it is. Um, the
1: uh, what was the cabbie school like? Because this, I'm, I'm thinking, like, it was like harder. Must, must it was even, harder than I thought it was going to be. You must have learned like a lot of stuff. Now, it, like, are you taking in this information and like, how is it steering the no. way you do cabs? No. and stuff like that? No, I
2: handled it the same way I handled high school and university. I Drunk? retained the yes, okay, and uh, and usually up all night studying. <laughs> uh, I retained the information long enough to serve me, right. and now it's gone. Really. I figured I'd be okay because I've lived in Toronto. I, I didn't grow up in Toronto. I, mm-hmm. I'm a West Coast guy. I grew up in Vancouver. That's right. You. And, but I've been in Ontario for longer than I Shout was Shout out to the Vancouver. West Coast listeners. Whoop, nah. whoop. <laughs> I, I, I live in Toronto. But I figured I <laughs> If Don't <laughs> yeah, say such if bad some, happiness. It, well,
0: <laughs> right now it's like, oh, stinky. West Coast guys all <laughs> listen to Stop podcasting yourself anyway. Yeah, Exactly. Hey, Vancouver
2: had a garbage strike that lasted longer than this one. Oh, really? Yeah. Come on, Toronto, keep it up. Not to date you, this podcast. You're like, not gonna... We're into day 29 or something, something 26 like a... or so. I don't know
0: what it longer is. Longer than the last one, right? Yeah. Right.
2: In two well, that was 2002 in Toronto. Oh, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, less last...
1: Vancouver. Yeah. Thank but you... anyway, anyway. Um, Until I find rats in my laundry hamper, I say keep going, break
2: the strike. That's what I'm saying. That's my
1: opinion. As you were, sorry.
2: I have, I've definitely got rats somewhere going on. And the, there was like some sort of. Uh, Dispatch on my...
0: (laughs) Dispatch? Is that what we're going to call everything Yeah,
2: everything that is, you know... Yeah, it was dispatched from the rat. It's a noun and a verb, so it works for everything. (laughs) That's English grade 12. That is... I figured if if I know how to get from down... If someone hopped in my cabin, I know how to get from downtown to Sunnybrook Hospital... Right. I'm good. Mm -hmm. But what the licensing department wants you to know is not only specifically the major intersections all the way there, but the exact address and intersection of all these major hospitals, uh, office buildings, mm-hmm. uh, tourist places, airport hotels, everything. You got to memorize. There's a yeah. lot of memorization. The plus, black cabs in the UK have to do all that as well. Oh, you don't even get it's, me started. It's like on a seven-year course they, or something that is, like that. That is that is insane, crazy. I would I would almost pass on the TV show. Right. I don't know how the it was. The cash cab started in Britain. Oh, I know. It's a franchise show started in Britain, and the 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 London cabbies and right. the UK cabbies have to. You, what's it called? The tour. The yeah. It's called a, something. A, 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 they actually good. have to drive around on scooters to memorize the city. Yep. Because it's not laid out in any sort of grid or anything like no. that. And then
1: you've got all the closes and the you know, the the alleys and the oh, and yeah, I've never crazy. been, but I, I
2: hear stories. And yeah. for me Still, like,
0: like you can just like get a Garmin GPS and
2: Yeah, and the no. whole mentality with that here is the same thing, is that what what happens if you're a cab driver and you've got a, a TomTom or a mm-hmm. whatever and it craps out on you? Yep. How do you what kind of customer service are you going to give there? So then right? you go to the Purlis. Right. Well, they've got special pearlys, and that's right. another thing. You have to know how to look up Purlis very quickly. Mm-hmm. So they test you on timing on how you find a, an obscure address in the Purlis, the street guide. While the, driving and eating a sandwich. Right, right, And and talking on the cell phone <laughs> and shuffling people out of your front seat. And then you have to actually map out. When you map out your routes, you have to map out the shortest distance between two points. That's the okay. only way they can license people evenly. Mm-hmm. Because you might know a faster route, but what about traffic? What about this? So the way you're tested to get your taxi license right. is how accurately you map out the shortest distance. And they take away points if you miss certain things. Right. So it was – anyway, taxi school was harder than I thought. Some mm-hmm. of it was like ridiculously easy. I started the course four days late. And that they were really, they were really <laughs> anal about it. They wanted me to make up those four days. They weren't gonna, and we explained this is you know, you understand what he's gonna be doing, right? right? He's gonna have a whole production vehicle behind him mm-hmm. that can tell him where to go, like and everything. But no, then no. they're
1: gonna argue about it. No, take the DVP. What are you kidding me? No, right. you gotta go to Bayview. It's like oh, and then you're gonna have that debate. Take the
2: Van Wick. Well, the first day of class I got there, and they had a pop quiz on the first day of class that I was right. there. And it was on customer relations or something like that. And so I didn't want to fail. Like There was a lot of pressure me me. This is season one. This is a couple of years ago now. I had to take that course and get licensed in a very strict time frame in order for us to start shooting. Mm-hmm. And everything was back time on me not failing the taxi license. <laughs> right. So everybody was like, you know, please, honestly, don't fail Becoming a licensed taxi driver, Mm -hmm. including my wife, Julie, who is like, don't embarrass the family by (laughs) failing. So I didn't want to (laughs) take a lot of rent clothing in your house. I didn't want to take this pop quiz because I didn't want to get a bad mark. Right. And then she started going to going over what questions might be like. I said, Give me the quiz. And, of course, I got like 100% because some no of the way. stuff some well, some well, of the stuff was common sense. Right. But you have to remember a lot of the people that are actually becoming real taxi drivers, mm-hmm. even though I am a real taxi driver and I do real, take real people. Does to that the show goes. up
1: in your resume now? It,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. For sure. You, you audition. Any extra little skill you have there gets you in for the call. I have none. I failed the dance section. Right. So yes. you've got to go one, take one, a one, course. One. Yeah. Go to George Brown and become a chef and put it on your resume. And then all of a sudden you're going to get more auditions. Really? I'm serious. Well, think about the casting directors in the city. They right. see hundreds of people submitted for, like, you know, dad number two mm-hmm. with four lines in the Canadian yeah, Tire commercial. But this one speaks got- <laughs>
1: Slovakian. That's like, why is that a special skill? Like, we're doing it in English. It doesn't really matter.
2: Whatever. It's like any other job right. hunt. Whatever on their resume is going, oh, instead of going in the recycled the right. thing, it's like, oh, Todd Van Allen just became a chef. Cool. Bring him in. I want to hear about this. I don't understand that. Oh,
0: I will we never should get into auditions me. and stuff. Let's take a b- quick break first. All righty. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Imran Yusuf, and I'm here at the TVA podcast. And we're back,
1: folks. Thank you uh, for staying tuned and listening. We are once again above the pub, episode 148 of the TVA podcast. Back here again with Darcy. Hey, yeah. And our uh, special guest,
2: Adam Grow. How are you, sir? By the end of this podcast, yes, I will reveal the secret mm-hmm. on how you win in the cash cap. Really? But before then, but too late right. for this season.
0: Well, but there'll be what happens I'm if you serious. change the rules in season three? I think, I think it's more important to know how do you get on. Like, so people, you're not. Are you picking people off the street? Yeah, so it's, it's not. Nobody who nobody who nobody who gets in the cash cab has any idea. But it's not people until, who are until calling we, up like dispatch.
2: No, we have a it's, we have a little number on the top of the uh, cash cab that people call, but it's a joke number. Okay, right? <laughs> so if they ever see? No, but you couldn't call diamond taxi. It's like, it's like and an, an escort service of some sort. Is that the? No, we don't. We don't. We don't get actually dispatched out to pick up fares. Okay, so it's all okay. people flying you down. might. Yeah, they're flying or we might wait at a taxi stand mm-hmm. or something like that. But you're that. definitely looking for at least two people or more, right? You're looking for... We've had one, and people have said that to me. It's like you know, you you look like you mostly have groups. Yeah. It's like, well, we make games with one and two people, but they just don't make as good a television. Right. Nothing against those people. You need, you need the people. debate. You need the debate of like, are right.
1: you sure? I think it's this. There's been a I couple of singles on The Simpsons.
2: No, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was Apu. You know, like yeah. oh, how There's many been pe- a couple singles that made it on, and they, they were they
0: were good enough by themselves. So how many people? Just get out right away as soon as they find out they're in the cash cab. How many split? Like very few. Like I would be in that category then. What? I would be Yeah, you wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. I. You could not keep me away from that I cab. I would I, like <laughs>
2: even if I was late. I would like okay. I got to make a phone call. First. I got to tell you. I'm thinking about it right now. I don't think anybody in season two opted out. Wow. Nobody in season one. It was only one or two. Well, they wouldn't have known. That it was going on in season one because you were recording it,
1: it wasn't airing, so no one really knew about it unless they knew about the UK version of it. Right? So, yeah. so they're like, "Hey, do you want to be on TV?" No, you yeah. know. And now it's like, "You, you damn tooting!"
0: I think it would have been people who were like out with somebody they shouldn't have been out with. Maybe. Yeah, Didn't, right. right. This this is, are the cameras rolling? This Is my secretary? Oh no! <laughs> yeah.
2: So there, you know, they still banger in are the are back of this. There's is a little stun. That's, that's a different show. That's a different we show. We get that a lot when we're parked on the street and there's like a big you know, kind of crew around it was like, is that the bang bus? And oh my God. <laughs> no, it's not the bang, <laughs> the bang bus with <laughs> with Adam Grove. It is not. the. And in season one, I didn't know what the bang bus was. And oh. people were like, is that the bang bus? And I had, so I, of course I, you Googled it in front no, of your I was kids. Like, hey, gather uh, around. We're going to see what this bang show bus is. It looks like, Oh, Oh, Hey. No, okay. Words. Let's start the education process with yeah. the children. That's uh... <laughs> see when a man and woman love each other very much like your mom and dad, I've had that talk with my two oldest. Oh yes. Youngest. How old are they now? Uh, my two oldest are going to be 11 shortly and right. going to be 9. You had the chat already? I had the the youngest one. You're a horrible father. Four and a half, yeah.
1: I didn't find it until I was like 15. Actually, no, it was on the way to the driving test. Dad really? decided he would driving impart that test. on the uh, way to
2: the driving test. Well, our our that's, middle, our oldest daughter, who's mm-hmm. going to be nine. Your middle or your middle act? My, uh, she's she's <laughs> the middle act. Okay, she's <laughs> always going to be the opener. Uh, <laughs> just twenty minutes off the top. She's you know. so curious that we had to have the t- had to have the talk. Right, and we included our older, uh, our eldest, our son, right. who was oblivious to all that stuff. And so, as you should be. Well, sometimes you would just assume that the oldest would be more informed. Right, especially in the day of the internet. We didn't have the internet. When we were younger.
1: No. so Actually, the, the true story behind this was uh, I, uh, my parents, when I was approaching that delicate age, there was like this long road trip that we normally take, and they just threw me a book and said, read that. And it's all about like how animals do it and, you know, plants and worms and, you know, ber- and then we get to the human part, and I completely misread it. I had no idea. So let me get, so mom, I hand the book back, and mom goes, so have you got any questions? And I'm like... So I pee? Is that it? Yeah. Like I wasn't I completely misunderstood the whole clear erection once thing. you had the it, talk. Yeah. It was describing the orgasm as like that that sensation you get after you sneeze, you know, except <laughs> a lot more. That was the exact
0: text. Sensation I was like, I wish I still had after the book. You sneeze.
1: Yeah, like you know how I was explaining like you know
2: like you go uh, uh, and then blammo. That was the people, best analogy do you that know they could that, that that sneeze, sneeze like orgasm seven times right. Like they always sneeze like, right. the same number of times. So it's mm-hmm. like a multiple orgasm. I wonder orgasm if it's it. the same thing with right. their the orgasms. They just... There's that old joke of like, you know, I'm, so, I'm sorry,
1: madam, I'm sorry you're offended by me, you know, wiping off my wiener on the plane. But, you know, I have this horrible affliction that every time I sneeze, I orgasm. And she goes, oh, I'm sorry. What are you taking for it? And he goes, pepper.
2: Aye. Aye. Great old joke. Uh, my, um. my family audience is
1: tuning out now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything dirty. It was merely suggestive. You said weenie. Weenie. That is unacceptable. Um, Did you notice I kept it clean, though? Yeah, you did. That was nice. It did really well. Very different from episode 147, let me tell you that. (laughs) True. Uh, We had an audience, and we just went to town. (laughs) It was fantastic. But look at this. We can play both sides. This is a very corporate clean episode. Very nice. You have, I want to get into this because I'm, um, the reason, like, when you brought up, like, if you're busy, you're productive. I don't know if I'm being productive, but I'm certainly busy as crap because I'm still getting ready for my Fringe show in Hamilton. Yeah. Which I'm doing all through Twitter. And so I went up and I had my tech rehearsal last night. You're doing a a show, a Twitter show. A Twitter show. Okay. So you look perplexed. Should I explain? Yeah. So someone comes to a venue. Break it down. If you go to my video section, my very, very small collection of video section on the website, there's one that is me doing this at the Rivoli. And so... I was there when you did it. That's right. That's right. So it's going to be that, except this time I'm going to be on stage. I'm not saying a word to people. If they want to talk to me, they can talk to me from the audience, or they can text me and Twitter it. But I am not saying a word. Everything is going to be typed in, broadcast on a screen, and then by that virtue, going out to the internet. Someone says,
2: "Hey, what are you doing up there? Are you going to type in? I'm going to type in. Twittering. I'm
1: obviously typing. You dink, you know, or something like that. You know, like there's, you know, it will be like that sort of. Probably won't call him a dink because I'm sure he's a nice guy. You know, he's just being you inquisitive a, and I shouldn't an have. An exceptional I, type Uh
2: We'll see. Okay. We'll
1: see how many typos I actually fly through on this thing.
2: Now, well, explain to me because I'm, I'm on the Twitter. Right. I find Facebook much more accessible and mm-hmm. I basically with my Facebook updates and right. Twitter, Twittering. Mm-hmm. When you're doing this show, what do they see? They see, is it your Twitter page? How do they interact? How right. do they. So you have to become a follower of yours during the show in order to show up on your page. Well, it's just actually it's just like uh, like if you
1: watch like the regular feed of Twitter, but the you know, regular feed to, like, is full a, of huge. like it's huge, right? So if they follow that. me, it pairs it down. Or if they just went to at and it's not actually my personal one. My personal one is uh, hey, it's TVA. The one for the show is Fail Whale Tales. All one world. All one word. And so the Failwell Tales, if you follow that, you can actually just go to the actual page for the Failwell Tales, twitter.com slash. But in the show, Failwell what's going to be shown on the screen? It will just be that page that I am. So my homepage, they'll actually they'll see me keying in the words and entering it. So from the other side of it, if they want to actually see the show, they could just go to the page and see these updates. Just keep hitting F five and they'll actually be able to read the posts. And then if they want to reply, all they gotta do is go to their screen and say at Farewell tales. It'll pick up in my someone's mentioned you. So oh, periodically, that whole at thing I don't right. get. See, that's the. So thing what that is does cool. is that sends a message. Like basically, there's a couple of search engines within Twitter. One being the at, the other being. Uh, the commonly used uh, number sign for hashtag. So, like, you can uh, tag a, a comment. They use one here in Toronto for comedy to. So, you mention a show going. I am currently on stage at McVeigh's. Uh, come on down and see it. And then you put in number sign comedy to. People can use the search engine in Twitter and go find me everything that's comedy to. Boom. Oh, there's a show tonight. Oh, so and sos on it. Wow. i to go see that. That's, that's how crazy that is. boggling stuff. <laughs> right. So if you use the at. So if I used at Adam Gro. When you go to your page, there's that little button that says uh, mentions, so you can see who's been talking to me or about me in the Twitter space, and then you see all those messages.
0: Is that your Twitter handle, by the way? Uh, I'm actually
2: uh, Cash Cab Canada. <laughs> okay. At but C- you Ash don't
1: Canada. use that account, do you? Like, you actually, like... like I've Twittered you, you, a couple times. But other people are in charge of that No, as well. No,
2: on Twitter, I'm in charge of it. Okay, so Cash you do that, that. That's your On Facebook, there's a number of pages going on. I've okay. got my own personal page, Adam Grow, and then there's a Cash Cap Canada uh, fan page right. that they control, mm-hmm. Castlewood Productions, and they do a fine job. And then there's a new group that's been formed that's, instead of a fan page, they made an Adam Grow host of Cash Cap Canada group. Yep. And what I'm hoping to do is be able to kind of put up bootleg videos and yeah, fun stuff there. My Outtakes? Own, cause, yeah, because Castlewood does some of that stuff, but they're right. mostly about the episodes mm-hmm. and keeping the people who are on the show. On the... Right. No. Mm-hmm. Whereas I could kind of do some, like with their approval, mm-hmm. some sidebar stuff right. that I think people mm-hmm. dig. So we... So uh,
1: yesterday, like we went through this entire tech run. For of, your Twitter for, show. For, right. for the Twitter show. And...
2: What's the dates? Give the
1: dates. Uh, it's doing? on the website. If you go to com, yeah. all the dates are there. I know my first show is Sunday. Uh, this coming Sunday, the 19th. So it will have happened. It will have happened at this point. It will have happened. I'm sure it was great. I'm sure it um, was. Uh, I think it should be fine. We're actually going to be recording a podcast, and then and I book it to Hamilton to go do the show on that Thursday, and I think the host will be... How many shows
2: in the Hamilton Fringe? Uh, I've got six.
1: Six. I've got six. And I noticed everyone else has seven, so they must not have a lot of confidence in me, or they think it's so good, pack the house with six. It might have just That's depended on your venue. It could as, as well. I'm uh, not taking I, it
2: personally. When, Don't get me wrong. You know, when, the less I did the the, when I did the Fringe last year with the mom-and-pop shop, it was actually season one of Cash Cab, and that oh. was a crazy busy summer because I was actually – and I only could do six because of the production schedule. I was right. lucky to get the six out of the seven in. Right. So I w- there was four out of the six show dates that I did for the Toronto Fringe mm-hmm. were days that I was doing Cash Cab as well. Right. So I would literally do my Fringe show. The mm-hmm. the van would pick me up, mm-hmm. and I would change in the Cash Cab mm-hmm. and go film five games. Nice. And While you were driving. Was, that was one of my best summers ever. Yeah. So – the fact that you're doing like the podcast the same day, and then bo- mm-hmm. you're going to be jacked up. You're going to be like full of adrenaline. It's going to be awesome. You're going to be full show. of something. Yeah,
1: it's uh, holy cow. Like I like uh, as we're walking through this yesterday, and like they're giving me all the possibilities. Of, oh, you want this light here, and we can have the spotlight. Like like I felt it felt very like I've got a a, a video of a tour of craft work that I saw down the Rico Center. I was like, it kind of feels like that. Like, I'm not going to be saying a word. I'll just be kind of typing away. Like, it'll be, it, it looks really fun, and it feels like very sort of cybernetic, and I felt I, I felt very craft worky. And it's like, you know, this is kind of cool. Like, I'm, I, I, as, I'm, as I'm sitting there going, Jesus, this could actually work. I mean, this could be very fun. It's
2: very exciting. And the beauty of the fringe, of course, is that aside from the lottery to get in or right. first come, first serve, I don't know how the Hamilton... It was worked. first come, first serve. First come, first yeah. serve for Hamilton, Toronto. It's a lottery. Yeah are it's not like an audition. We talked no. about auditions. We're, we'll, we'll revisit that. But the fringe, you get in, if, once you get in, right. you've got a deadline to put something up. Yep. And like, for instance, the mom and pop shop for me, which this is my one man show. And I promised by the time I reached a certain age in my life mm-hmm. that I was going to have a one man vehicle, right. something. Right. And I was just like, you not know, not a like, motorcycle. You're I, talking I, like an actual show, like though, an actual so, show, yeah. not just stand up. And so I did it and uh, it was successful at the Fringe but I've, now I've got something that I can shop around and right. I'm getting bookings. I did the Sudbury Comedy Festival with it mm-hmm. and so what I'm doing is I'm doing the Mom and Pop Shop which is a 55 minute show intermission right. and then coming on stage and I'm doing what's, what I'm calling the Adam Grow Comedy and Quiz Show right. which is just me doing stand up mixed with giving away money on mm-hmm. stage. Which you've trivia. done You've, you've done it at the the room that we had in, in Mississauga. You've done it here yeah. at McVeigh's and we're going to so have that's you book going, back and do that's it again. That's going very well and it's a nice combination to have. So now... Doing this for you, Todd, after mm-hmm. the Hamilton fringe, you'll have another package to sell. Right. So if you ever want to book some like I'm booking these great soft seaters that won't just take a stand up by himself mm-hmm. because they need more than forty five to sixty minutes. Right. They need a ninety minute to two hour show. Mm-hmm. So now you're gonna have that. Right.
1: So I think I think the next step for this is like the way I've broken out the show is I've divided it into sections, so it's got a nice little kind of tour of Twitter, and then like you do some fun things with it. I'm thinking the next step is keeping the Fail Whale Tales as like kind of the marquee franchise name, saying, "Oh, the Fail Whale Tales are in town. What are they doing? They're doing Hamlet, you know." And we just do. You know the what the tweets would be going on during the scene of Hamlet. You know, and have
2: some form of performance going on at this one point. And then, of course, you, gonna, dumb, you have you know. to realize before you get into the machine of what I've gotten into, which is lucrative and fun. Right, it's up my alley. It's you know, because the mom and pop shop is about a guy that goes and teaches a prenatal class. I'm going right. down to cover for my wife, right, who in real life is actually a prenatal teacher. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote a show about me going down to cover for one of her classes. <laughs> and She's it all goes late. horribly wrong. And then uh, and then I decide to teach the class because mm-hmm. she never shows up. So, a, yada, da, 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 You know, I, like. You did that at the Rib <laughs> one day. I remember you doing like, I did a, a segment scene. of that. I did you did a, from, you a scene from it. It, w- it right. went really well. So, I, I was thought, rehearsing yeah. scenes at That's different right. venues just to get it out of my system. Uh, so, my audience that will like it at the River Run Center in Guelph and the Markham Theater will kind of that'll be palatable to them. But if you go there, you got to be careful because you're going to go there and go. So, for, the, for Twitter, what you do is you put the at before the thing and then right. it shows. And they're going to go. What is he talking about? Right. My Twitter, right? Nobody's <laughs> talked about my Twitter for forty years. Now who's talking dirty? Right, right. Well, good lord, sir. But I'm just assuming that the kids that are <laughs> listening right now have not had the talk oh, because I was premature
1: in right. talking to my children. We have the ten to fourteen locked down. Right, right, that's Perfect a good
2: demographic. So they're, for us. they're 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 so they're safe.
1: I think it'll be fun. I mean, like I, I I hope to think that you know off the top, I'm giving them enough to go by. Going okay, so here's the architecture of it. This is what it is. Picture it like the Facebook with everything taken away except for the status. Line. Like, that's what we're dealing with. Right. 140 characters, that's it. It's laughs 140 characters at a time. That's what I'm I going think for. it's a great idea. So we'll see if it works. We'll see if it has legs. We'll see if the press likes it. I don't know. It's
2: a lot of question marks But you'll right need now. more than six shows to know
0: that. Oh, absolutely. You'll have a uh, great time I with I
2: it. And, and then you'll remount it somewhere else. I am certainly stuff. not thinking I'm doing a 30-show run in the Lindsay
1: Theater. You know, like, that's not going to happen. Right. But, you know, if it happens to work out kind of... Ne- and by the way, in the same way that we have Darcy Finder right here to blame for this podcast creation, he actually is to blame for the show's creation because he was the guy that forced me onto Twitter. He's a... Uh, he's
2: I uh, yeah. I didn't
1: force you. I you just, did. I just signed you up, You I think. created the account and said, go. I'm like, well, my goddamn pictures on it now now i have to do something with this and i the the thing that got me the thing that i really enjoyed about twitter is because you're locked down to 140 characters like that's all that's ever published it's a great tool to try and get a point across in a limited amount of space
2: and there are there are twitter snobs oh yes because i've twit i've tweeted i even know the word thank you (laughs) and i've i've got my message across in the 140 characters. Mm-hmm. But people are like, you could have done that in like 125. <laughs> right. What You're wasting characters. Like yeah. it's it's not cool
0: to tweet right. inefficiently. I'm not that big of a snob. Okay. I'm not that you big will of a snob. Be. I will No, you know what? Well, here's something to keep in mind, though. If you do like go right to that 140, then you sort of, you're out of the running for a retweet. Yes. Right? Because the retweet will add your handle at the top plus the RT right and then anything yeah you do, you to do, add, yeah so. you do have to you do have to keep that
1: economy however I will say this like there is one line that I've got in the show which I think is fantastic and it takes uh, I have to be very meticulous about how I type it because it does take up a hundred like to the letter 140 characters and I think it's like it's one of the best
2: it's it, I think it's one of the best lines I have in the show. Um, and that's going to take, so I think the stakes should be higher too. Like uh, when you're tweeting, mm. it starts counting down the numbers and then under 10, it goes, I think it, it's it goes like yellow and red, red and red and stuff like that. But then if you keep typing, it'll go minus whatever. Right. I think the stakes should be higher. I think something dreadful should happen. Yeah. If, 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 before I you can post I think a family member it, dies. Right. Something That's what happens. I think. Yeah. Something happens. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise people are careless. Yeah. Right. A, oh, well, that might know. sound like I'm being a bit of a Twitter right. snob, but I'm just saying, if you want to motivate me to be more efficient, there should be some sort of, you know, right.
0: Maybe that's Penelty. how Twitter monor- monetizes the, uh, the whole thing. Like, so you pay less the shorter you type. Really? Yeah, if you go over something a or something. A nickel a word? Right. A nickel a letter? I think, like I think you opinion should, opinion what should
2: happen is if you go over even in, like, in, edit, in drafting your post – should have to use myspace for a month <laughs> oh my god right that would be oh. like anybody that's facebooking or twittering i will be th- counting every character I still get occasional things from myspace and i go who's even on that thing? i can't get them to change my email the email that they've got right now is an
1: old account it's gone forever like like i think the company that even housed that email address folded right and so i've been trying to email facebook saying like this is my new address please change it it doesn't work anymore Please stop. And they go, okay. Your request has been
2: sent to my old email. Like, why won't you change it? Mm. What is your problem? They're just trying to keep people using MySpace. That's I can't they use it though. Up. I
0: well, can't use it. But no.
2: every message you send them, right, is like counting to them as if people are still active. Right, right.
1: <laughs> and there are like, you know, unless you're he a keeps band, emailing us, right? Unless you're a band or uh, someone who can't afford their own ISP, no one's using that it's do you like you have your own. Uh, do you have your
2: own Twitter skin? Tw- I'm sorry the skin isn't that called the skin? No. like
1: you can I like the, the I like the default I like the default the background I thing. don't need to, I don't I you know what the, the people I don't like it because there's so much space taken up in the middle of the Twitter screen that any pictures of like you know oh I'll put here's a picture of me on the beach and they're in the center well guess what goes in the center Twitter like so all you see is like trees pine cones whatever Are and you wearing
2: like a red not, cord skirt on the beach by any chance as luck would have it right.
1: that was me uh, you know what maybe it's a good thing I don't use the screen all
2: right because we know right What's in the middle
1: now? You uh, for your for your page, I think you do. You've got like the cash cab. Now it's tiled and too. That's the other thing I hate is the. Tiling. I don't have a skin. I don't have. Oh you no, know? no, I don't think so. I thought you did. I thought it was on like Twitter a, on Twitter. I thought no. there was like a cash cab. Really? No. I think we have to readdress maybe that. An,
2: no, no, not mine.
1: No, uh, you know what I think it is. And maybe you've changed. Like you have like six or seven settings. I think yours has. You've done like non-default. I keep mind the default. Very simple, very yeah, plain. Yeah, mine's different. I think, I
0: think I just have like black or something. Right. Maybe just a different theme. No.
1: I keep the, like, as it comes, boom, out of the box. You know, just like when I go to Quiznos, I'll have the traditional. All right. It's, you know, traditional. You know, it's a franchise that's been around for, what, three and a half years? Yeah, long tradition of your submarine sandwiches. Um, I uh, let, let me ask you this about the, because um, I just had an audition today. Okay. And it's it's been very interesting, because uh, I've only had an agent for like two weeks. What? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, like a TV agent. Okay. I've had a voice agent for like two years. Oh, because, yeah. Oh, that's uh, Taste lives at KFC. What, what kind of... Oh, uh, you've you got a
2: little uh, tag for KFC? Uh,
1: that was my big moneymaker. Wow. And regular listeners of the show are sick of hearing me saying that. They're All waiting right. for my next uh, paid gig. Uh, or it was Double Double Please. Actually, that was the last one I had. Oh. That was the last...
2: Guess, guess who that was voice for? Voice work. Voice done. Timmy Hoes. No, Chrysler. I don't know how that yeah, happened. Okay. That was... Okay. All right. <laughs> voice voice yes. work is even harder to break into than co- on screen right. commercial stuff. There is one woman if you listen if you watch
1: Food Network at all there is one woman that has a lock on basically eighty percent of the commercials that they broadcast on that it's that she's Naomi over. Sneakus. I don't think it's Naomi. Oh, she's in everything. She is in everything and in TV. Like yeah. she had a good run of like four good or five commercials. Like she's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, we got to have her on the podcast. Yeah. I knew her from her she's, days. She's after me. No, we'll have her after your second appearance. Okay. Uh, I'm going to make sure of that. (laughs) Um, But no, I remember her from uh, our days at Canadian Stage. I was working in the box office, and she was actually putting on, I think she was uh, part of the Dream in High Park. Okay. That year And we had like a really good troupe And they were fun Like you know You know how sometimes I don't know how you, how you work in a theater Or stuff like that Like sometimes the artists Are just I work idiots alone, and I I don't like people Right, right. Um, <laughs> It's good that you're a sociopath <laughs> That's, right. um, that's a great it's good thing I to drive, to drive a didn't. cab yeah. For a living That's right Okay your next question Why don't you shut the hell up Yeah And right, back there. Um, uh, Naomi was a uh, part of this great group That we had in doing the Dream in High Park and I think it was Dream High Park or It was one of the touring companies. Anyway, she was hanging around the theater a lot, and there's and like these guys were good because they were just kind of starting out, and we were kind of like there was a lot of like artists and stuff like that in our box office anyway. So everyone sort of meshed, and then like you would get like the snobs who were actually in the main stage shows coming. Excuse me, I believe I have two tickets under my name for my agent. And I was like, who's that? <sighs> you know like that it was like you don't know and so like, you were like
2: all these years going I think I should have an agent
1: right I should do I that I should really get I don't ever want to do that like I'm touch wood and here I am doing that I don't uh, in in talking with like some people who I, I think that wall is I don't think it's wood I don't think it's wood might be polystyrene um, I just like, it, like no matter where I am or like you, know, you always hear like these nightmare things about when the talent rolls in and they get like really snooty and stuff like that I just hope for the love of God that no matter how big a performance is that you know we're doing or whatever, that I don't do that. Like I don't do the thing that is you know like oh you're, you're, gonna, be, me and you're stuff gonna be you're gonna be walking up the of... sort of Is that
2: Todd Van Tweeter?
1: Yeah, that's Todd Van Tweeter. Todd Van Tweeter. That's the Todd Van Tweeter right there. Shh, don't, right. Talk. don't look. Don't look. I have seen you like you know as a as a headliner at uh, Absolute and and that sort of thing. You treat everyone exactly the same. Which is fantastic. It's a shame that you treat everyone with disdain. But yes. no, like uh,
2: I dispatch but them. But you are a great I just, guy. I
1: like just you... dispatch them right. on your merry way. You, but you know what? You I, are very personable to... and you treat everyone like I, I, I picture you like being on a set or something like that. Like it doesn't matter if it's a lighting guy yeah, or absolutely. your co-actor. It's just like absolutely. You treat everyone like everyone's doing this to, to make the project good. Why would you belittle but someone?
2: You, you and I have the same. We have had a long enough ramp up. Right. towards our fame. Mine's still going, sunshine. Yeah, well, that's don't what I'm talking yourself. about. We've had a long enough ramp up that we, we keep it real. If it happens too quickly, I think you don't know what to do with it. Right. Like, for instance, with Cash Cab, I didn't expect until we got into the season whatever, because we're going to have season three to right. ten locked down soon. But even once season one aired, right. I would walk around, and there was a recognition factor bigger than I expected Right mm-hmm. on the street. I can still go places and take the public transit really. but right. but what i love about it is i don't know if it's canadian i don't know what it is but i'll walk into a place like i'll go into a store right. and someone will go hey cash cab Canada, how are you and it's just like a high five of, of a guy that you just like yeah. you, you saw playing pickup basketball or something right. like that say how you doing all right and then they're on their way there's right. no like fanfare no, it's like no. hey cash cab canon all right cool right all right just happy to see you i got i got that yesterday in hamilton i haven't even
1: done the show yet I was hanging up because up a, they saw a poster. I was he hanging. Was hanging. Up, I was literally. I was postering there yesterday, and I was hanging up this poster, and I see these two guys, and I double sided it for the window, so people going into the restaurant would see it, and people walking by the restaurant would see it as well. That's uh, smart. marketing smart. right there. So uh, as I'm walking out, this guy's looking at the poster, and he looks at me for whatever reason, and goes, "This is the farewell. This is the Twitter thing." I'm like, "Yeah." It's like, oh, I can't wait. I don't know what Twitter is. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I hope to see you at the show. I'll take care of that. Don't worry. I'll, t- I'll walk you through. He goes, okay, buddy, thanks. Like, well, just, And it's also I a very fringe
2: thing. I mean, you really have to work the other venues. Half and- the
1: people did yeah. not know a fringe was going on.
2: Oh, you know, really? Yeah,
1: I walk into a store or something like that. I was wondering, I'm putting on a show at the Hamilton Fringe. I wonder if I could put up a poster. And they're like, a Fringe, yeah, 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 we're gonna be doing like a lot of shows. So like, okay,
2: well, they're Show. still waiting for
1: a hockey. They're still team. waiting, they're That's still right. waiting for a hockey. Team I can understand that you know, seething, you, you know. There's a why do I need to play? Plus, GM when? is like you know,
2: a big employer in Hamilton, too. That's true, yeah. So, they're like, <sighs> no steal. Well, that might help no you because so they like only it was it like eight to ten bucks for huh. nine bucks,
1: so, nine bucks right down the middle. Affordable theater, it is you can buy online, as a matter of fact. Can't believe I've got a show where you can so, buy auditioning. Online. so auditioning. So oh, auditioning. Let's talk about right. auditioning. So, so I went through for this for this one today, and it was very weird. It's one of those non-speaking parts. So SoC. I was like, I was like a, I was like a uh, seen on camera, seen on camera. Oh, okay. See, see, my okay. Thank you for clearing that up because my agent kept saying to me
0: there was when that sec- code for not pays very well. It actually, Probably.
2: Actra has negotiated uh, even better rates. It's right. like you know you you can be the, the hero or the principal role, but if you if you are SOC seen on camera, but right. you're a pivotal. Character, like you're in the that guy. Yeah. You'll be taken care of, right? It's not like you're a background. No, actor. no, no. Mm-hmm.
1: You yeah. see, because here's the thing: like, Actra, for one of the credits, they dangle this in front of you. Take an extra course over the course of a weekend, and they take you through like the audition process and stuff yeah. like that. Good so to do. I, Good to do. It was fantastic to do. But here's the thing: me at that stage, only wanting to do the voice stuff, didn't even care about you know all the acting stuff and that sort of thing you know i paid attention to stuff like that but i really didn't soak it in like when we started talking about they would talk to me like i was like that foreign exchange student you know like oh you're just doing voice that means this you know like that sort of thing just sign the form be done with whatever um and now that i'm actually in this i'm going like when you said soc seen on camera now i know what that is because my agent has been saying this is soc so you're not going to say anything right i'm like I won't ask him what SOC is. I should have a book somewhere <laughs> that will describe that to me. Maybe I can Google ask it. Ask your agent. You want to. You want to know before C4 you get to the casting well, here's, call. here's the other thing too. I know nothing about rates. I've been doing voice for two years. I still get surprised by the check, right? You know, and it's never unpleasant. I mean, like because I'm not. I'm walking into these things. I think with like the best attitude. In that I'm doing okay with the writing stuff. I'm doing. I am not. I'm, I'm walking in as that guy going, if I get this, fantastic. And yeah. I'm going to do my best. And I'm going in with that attitude of, of course they want me. Who
2: wouldn't? And yeah. I just do that. And if I don't get it, well, no it, problem. And that all depends on whether you're going double scale or scale right. or scale right. and a half or triple scale or whether it's a national right. or whether it's U.S. or yep. whether it's Canadian. Yep. There's all sorts of variables. So I, I think you're going with the right attitude. Right. And, but you should definitely ask your agent right? or – uh, that workshop instructor, or if you, if you took that workshop and you could email that person, because I, I remember going into auditions before I knew what was going on, mm-hmm. and they'd go, Okay, slate for camera. And I'd be like, Slate for yep, camera. Yep, I did what, that. What does that mean? <laughs> that means saying your name and agency. And okay. then you got to know that certain casting directors don't want you to say your agency. And right. certain casting directors don't want you to do your profile. Right. So once you audition some more, you'll get it. Right. So you'll you'll just kind of well, learn. Then, thankfully,
1: you know, the casting directors we've been doing, uh, like in in voice, they take care of you. They just say Todd Slate name and character. Right. If they want agency they'll ask for it. Right. So I just like Todd and Allen, man number 2. Right. That's all I say. Right. Uh and when I said like as soon as I said Slate it's like ah, I get to use my skills I had in voice It's like Todd and Allen Glickman talent. And then boom, that's the end of that. So you got him with Glickman. I got him with Glickman. Ah, huh, nice job. Yeah, it's Craig Alexander. He is my guy. Yeah. He calls me every day. It's good. He calls me. He has been efficient. Yeah. Apparently, there's a lot of doughy 40-year-old roles out there right now, <laughs> and I could not be happier about that. <laughs> this Dad, is this Dad, is Dad how... number four at the barbecue. This
2: is how stupid he is. But I you mean... know what else you could do? Mm. You, you took the workshop. One thing that I did, and it's years ago now, and I'm not an improv guy at all, I, I and I will say this for the record, I, I'm not good at improv Right. Uh, in terms of the actual show, and I, I respect with uh, a high amount of... Uh, of uh, I'm very impressed Accord by people are, can we that, are, that are good improv artists, right. is all I'm saying. But I, I'm not good at it, and I don't particularly enjoy it, Right. but it's a great skill. Oh, yeah. And I didn't really start booking commercials until I took some improv classes. Right. And you could take there's, – there's free improv, improv oh, yeah. classes. Right. I would recommend you pay for a series, but mm-hmm. there's free ones you can go to work that for a while, and I guarantee you, because you go to auditions, and they're not supposed to do this, but you go to auditions, you go, okay, you three, you guys are all buddies, you're at a barbecue, and you're talking about your wives uh, going to, you know, Winners or whatever, whoever the client is. Uh, Go. Right. And you're like, what? Yeah. (laughs) You know, and because they just want that mill around look, Mm -hmm. right? There's no, you might be SOC. They might not ever in the commercial ever use any words that you say, but they need you guys to get along, and before I took any improv class, I was the stiff that every other actor was like. Oh my god, I auditioned with this guy today that had no, <laughs> no. idea what he was doing. You pulled and out a gun and I'm, shot everyone in the scene. Not that I would head. ever be doing, you know, like Dream in High Park or anything. I'm not like a thespian. I'm a taxi driver. Let's be real. But at the same, <laughs> if you just bring that little bit of a skill set right. to the auditions, you help everybody absolutely, and you'll start
1: booking those. Uh The one I did yesterday, this guy's been booking me literally an audition a day. I will. Say, I don't know if he's. I. I. I think he's good. If nothing else, he's efficient. Let me just throw that out there. Um, An audition a day, right now. Yeah, very impressive. It's. It's crazy. So uh, it was. Um. It was a soc once again, which means scene on seen on camera. On camera. Seen on camera for the right. listener. And, By the uh,
2: end of this podcast, <laughs> you will have, have the secret a, right. on how to win in the cash cap. Okay. Continue. Um, <laughs> Thank you for plugging the end of the episode,
1: which is what people are begging for it anyway. Uh, so it was it like a family shot. So it's like, you know, watching in the living room, uh, watching TV. And I have two daughters, six and seven. And so now we have to improv. So now I'm improv with six and seven-year-olds. Right. On, uh, you know, on this row of chairs. And I'm like, okay. And they're like snuggling. in. Order, it's tall order. Like, tall order. It is. You know what? It was fine. It was like, you know, and we just like kind of j- joked around. It was like, oh, so which of you two is like 18. You know He's like, "I'm six. Oh, really? You look much older." He's like, "Well, you must be the 18 year- old. She's seven. And then the girl, yes, and. at the age of seven. <laughs> yes ended, and when she just had her eighth birthday. And I went, that explains the cake.
2: You know, like that's... And so I made the, the casting director laugh. So I went, okay, that's, that's that's That will help key. you. If that key. doesn't ink you a deal, right. that will bring you back for
1: many I more. Am,
2: I literally have been going to man casting four days out of five in the past week. It's the best. crazy. They're not doing this anymore. The best was when they still, like, they, they break all sorts of rules in auditions. And it's okay. You you don't want to be one of those guys going, um, I'm not supposed to make up my own script. There's supposed to be a script written out. And they're supposed to do that. The best was when, you know, when it was a couple's thing. And this is years ago. And you'd go to an audition. Even a first call. Forget the recalls. Right. Even on the first cattle call. Mm-hmm. And you'd be, like, a husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend. And you'd have to, like, make out
0: <laughs> In the audition.
1: In the audition.
2: That was the only time in 15 oh, years that I've shit. kissed anybody else other than my wife and it was awesome. It was awesome. Wow. And did didn't, you get the call it, back? It didn't matter who it open? was. I was like, I'm going to have to make out with somebody in this like and I was like I, like uh, there are also auditions that I get like a uh, call from my agent so you you have to go to the audition and your dad they're, they're not looking for muscular or like fit people but you're going to have to be shirtless and I'm like that's not going to happen. Like even though Why not? Like, Well, because you are a decently fit guy. I'm a pasty white man. I would want and you no, not. No, come on. But so I'm not interested in that. All right. But if it's like you, I don't you, want to see you. Might test. have to kiss saying. somebody. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. If you, if I'm like, this is oh, so permission. We'll that. Star, That's why killed that, right? Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Probably most viral infections Probably. killed that. Let's throw Is them.
2: that a listeriosicle in your mouth? <laughs> i hope you like mono
1: (laughs) that's right (laughs) is that a psa for mono
0: so
2: yeah i think that they must have got complaints from people because that hasn't happened in years right even husband and wife even in the end Mm -hmm. when in the commercial you're gonna have to kiss like good morning or like good night right they they can't really make you do that on the not in the audition audition. Mm -hmm.
0: this is something
1: else i found out so i got a call back actually for for like the first commercial that he that he got me 50 bucks i didn't know that yeah, I did not know 50 that. Bucks I'm just right like, there. okay, so no, like, just I get called back. I open the I open the nice. mailbox, and it comes from Actra. So this is a union thing. yeah is it, so the union yeah. says okay we'll pay you 50 bucks for that because I didn't well I, no I'm Actra's sure. not paying you the client's paying you the client's paying me but yeah. the check was cut from Actra yeah 50 bucks on the nose yeah because I guess they said it during the course they would have and I forgot about it because I'm just like who gets a callback in voice you either get the gig or you don't get the gig like of all well, the this voice stuff this was a voice, stuff, voice callback they, no, no 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 this okay. was actual yeah voice callbacks voice callbacks hardly ever happen that doesn't happen all right so so I just like as soon as I mm, tune out you know I can like you know do some sudokus or whatever um so I was like, hey, we got you a call back. And I'm like, that's fantastic news. That is great. So I just think it's a step closer to actually booking the gig, and that yep. would be very, very cool to do that. Um, so I go in, and I d- do the th- same commercial that we did in front of now a team of, panel of experts, you know, that are that are all there from the client side. Didn't think too much about it. Went home. Next thing I know, I was like,
2: Actra, I assumed it's like a form I got to fill out, or they got a question. 50 bucks! Yep. No idea. Yeah. And they're pretty quick with that now. They are rapid. It's it's a nasty little business, casting, because they get a budget to cast. Mm -hmm. And what was happening before was that there would be an audition, and there'd be 200 guys for dad number one. And then they'd have a callback, and there'd be 175 guys. Right. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. (laughs) And because it was 25 bucks for uh, a callback back then. And now they started going, no. Up it to 50 bucks, if you're going to call people back, narrow it down because you're wasting everybody's time. Mm-hmm. So now what they do is they call in 200 guys for dad right. number two. And then what they do is they have a callback for 50 of those guys. And then they bring in another 150 guys for their first call at the callback and don't have to pay them. Uh, the clients that are explains. smart. They are smart. That explains why. Right? So anyway, the point is, don't right. worry about that stuff. If you get a callback, 50, 50, bucks. Fifty
1: bucks. Fifty bucks. Well, I didn't
2: care because I hadn't callback back for a long time. A, I didn't and never know. booked any gifts. No, no, no.
1: A, I didn't know. And B, it was just like it, dessert money right there. But this was the thing that I noticed as soon as you said that because the first call was uh, the lobby is packed. Like it's just packed with people and kids and daughters and like like all that sort of thing, right? So I'm just. Madhouse. Like, it was just, you're listening for your name over the din and that sort of thing. And then I got the call back. And I went, cool, this is going to be calm as a coma. Like, we just you know, don't need to worry about it. There's going to be less people. Nah. Nope. It was more crowded. And yeah. now that explains it. Yeah. Okay.
2: They're not supposed to do that. And plus, if you're there at a callback for mm-hmm. over an hour, they have to pay you more money. Right. Yeah.
1: Hmm. So yes. if you're ever
2: sitting at a call back waiting and waiting and waiting. Right. Once you get past an hour, more money. Either.
1: Oh, here's the other thing I found out. If they are remiss in the payment of the gig that they give you, a $150 service charge Oh, that goes directly to you. Have you ever been not paid for a while? Uh, well, you know that what? Ha- that happened to me. It was he, like I talked to my agent. I'm like, I haven't seen this one yet because I've been very good about the gig sheet that I get, staple the statements to it, and I'm done.
2: Yeah.
1: And I had this one hanging out there. So it like, I still haven't seen this payment. And then it comes back 150 bucks heavier. I'm like, what's that all about? Nice. Oh, that's the service charge for them being late. I'm like, Right. Nice. Ooh, which my agent liked because she didn't get paid until she got that check
2: nice by the end yes. of this podcast okay and you Todd look at your watch
1: yes I know, I know I know we've been going podcast. on it's Adam G- he hasn't been on here for years <laughs> this will be
2: two podcasts please
1: please <laughs> let him be go like no one. it's not it's one episode we're standing by this okay so we're gonna close on, on this we're gonna close on uh, this, is, this is what I want from you uh, I'm gonna go back to Cash Cab right three things I want from you okay, okay. one have you ever gotten lost on a run From, like, you know, have you ever been like, and people get into the cab and you get directions? Have you ever gotten lost while you're, you know, asking them questions? Okay. Uh, Have you ever had someone really drunk or ornery Mm -hmm. in the back? And third, how to win on Cash Cab?
2: Okay. Okay. First one, I've never been lost. Never been lost. Uh, And I've been fortunate enough to only have a couple of close calls in terms of accidents. Okay. Describe those. Well, because you have to realize that this is a TV show. So, in addition to driving a cab, I've got key lights in my face, I've got tinted windows, I've got people yapping at me, I've got right. a director in my ear on the on the earpiece, which right. is an IFB, talking to me about what to do and where right. to go. And so, and you are five items less distracted than the typical cab
1: driver, yes, who's right. cutting off people. I okay. am
2: overstimulated, <laughs> right? And plus, I make a point of building a relationship with my contestants by turning around way too much so on one particular you realize you're not being pulled by a dolly like you know that right it's not like a little cne or a centerville ride where it's on a track it's like when you see see
1: in tvs and movies where someone's having like a head-to-head conversation and they're just turning like and very
2: cursorily moving to the most of the contestants for the boat the first five minutes of the ride are pretty nervous about how i'm handling the ride because they're like you should be looking forward really and then they realize that i can actually and honestly that's one of the reasons i got the gig you know, we talked about how, to, how did I get the role as right. the host of Cash Cab? I could actually operate a vehicle, talk, and listen at the same time. Right. You know, I have to be frank. You know, there's a lot of funny guys, a lot of great people who are exceptional performers that could have easily done the role. Can't I drive. think that that was honestly a big factor. Right. I wasn't so, going to crash their half-million-dollar cab
0: <laughs> or hurt anybody. <laughs> did they test you like they like, had a girl out chasing a ball into the street and see if you could stop in time?
2: Yeah, there was, there, was, uh, there was dry runs, but they didn't, some, like, it wasn't obstacle, like those, uh, those SWAT team ones where you have a shotgun and if you blow away the grandma by accident, you get demerit <laughs> point. So, <laughs> nice. yeah. So on this one particular instance in season two, and I, and I don't know at this point in time whether it will, it will ever make an episode or right. it will hopefully be on my... Blue reel. Uh, Bloober nice. I'm driving down through the theater district in Toronto and I've turned around briefly to hand uh, the cell phone back to do a mobile shout out. And this other cab does a, an illegal U-turn right in front of me, like right in front of me. Right. To catch a fare on the other side. Right. He knows that I'm not going for it because my light's off. I've got right. people. But he doesn't want to lose it to anybody else. And right now, you know, everybody's all about the fares. So I literally caught him out of the corner of my eye and just stopped. I would have hit him maybe going 40, you know. It wouldn't Ooh. have been, like, horrible, but it would have been a mess. Right. So I stopped and I screeched, and he kind of did his fifteen-point turn to get his <laughs> right. clients on the side. I pulled up beside him with the game going, right. rolled down my passenger side window, and began to berate him. Nice that about how what I, was I went to taxi school. The- you are not allowed to make a U-turn unless there's 150 meter clearance on both sides. That's the bylaw. You can actually make a U-turn, but you have to have no. I've always had right. that argument with friends of mine who who drive. They're allowed like you're to doing make a U-turn.
1: It's like it's like you know, no oh. cabbies are not you. Yes, you can. Yeah. Of well, course, you can. Of course, know. you can make a U turn because, like, I've always said, like, oh, Todd, you can't make a U turn. It's like, no, look at whenever you see, like, no U turn signs, they're telling you you can't make a U turn no. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's at mm-hmm. an that's what intersection. At an intersection, but you can do U turns in the thing. Like, you just wait and, like, you know, if there's no traffic, no cop's going to pull you over for that. No. You do a U turn.
2: You do a safe U turn. All, All right. All I know is continue. the taxi school rules. So I begin to berate him. I roll down my window and he's looking at me and he goes, is that the cash cap? And I said, oh, <laughs> how can I be angry at Son this man? Son of a now? bitch. How can I be angry at him now? Yeah. Yes, high five. Right.
1: There it is. And then on I way.
2: And then on your way. So I've never been lost. So the second one, drunk and ornery. Drunk, drunk and ornery. Ornery. Ornery ornerly is not as bad as ornery. No, it isn't. Ornery is kind of like. It's, it's
1: ornery, but orderly. It's, <laughs> it's an a... organized sort of crotchetiness. Lots of drunk people in the cash cap.
2: Really? Yes. Oh, really? Um, oh, wait,
1: okay, so when are you recording this? But not, this? But typically not I see overly. It in day.
2: It, it, well, no, there's a lot of daytime. Like... Uh, Again, season two was consistently filmed between about four and midnight. Okay, you would get. So drunk we people. had daytime yes. games, right? But you know, there were daytime drunks, but there would be daytime <laughs> games. Why did you and look at me be, when you said well, that? I'm just what saying. is that? I'm just okay. saying. And then there would be nighttime games, and not everybody was like completely. But you know, you pick up some people that were coming out of the, Come you know, the club district, or, like or, yeah, or whatever. Had a couple. And then what I found amazing. Was that it didn't matter how much people had to drink or whatever. You would think you get a good read on people. Like, all oh, these people look like they've had a couple of drinks or hopping in. They don't look like they're, you know, they don't look like, like me just saying. Right. I don't think they know anything. I don't know what it is, but they either sober up enough mm-hmm. or they've just got the goods and they just took me for all my money. Really? Whereas sometimes during the day you'd get a couple of suits, you know, mm-hmm. a, you know, obviously a business meeting or whatever, and you think these people are going to totally take us to nope. the... Three strikes throughout out. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, let me tell you this. Okay, so there so I, I got a little bit of ahead of trivia. People don't like playing trivia games with me because I'm not saying I'm huge. I go I, I go and play trivia with a buddy of mine who does, like, the NTN, like, every week. And typically, I get my ass handed to me on a platter consistently. Right. Like, it's just... But you get on those, like, the, the right round of questions. Like, you know, they just happen to be, like, kind of hitting you right in the numbers, whatever it is. And you look like a star. So I finally beat this guy. I was like, this is a proud moment for me. I mean, like... I like the thing I have. And, like, even, it is one of those things. It's like you say, like, even if you're tippy, there'll be something like, you know, someone will say, like, oh, what was that song from 1987? I go, uh, you know, whatever it is, the, the reflex, you know, like, you know, Duran Duran thing, like whatever whatever the question was. You just, if you know it, you know it, and it's there. And I'm sometimes offended by the things that I recall. Right. Is it like <laughs> yeah. why do I know that? Why did my Why brain do I know that? that was that third eye right blind? Now. Why do I why that should not be? Whose birthday am I missing now because of that? Um but I will say this too. Like when you see like guys who are like in business suits, basically in some cases it doesn't surprise me you said three strikes in a row because that's all they know. Right. They know the thing that have knowledge. made them out. Their big thing is going home and watching Two and a Half Men and thinking, that's hilarious. Right. You know? Uh, they don't like the Borat because you might be gay. You know? Like, that's sort of, like, whatever. I mean, yeah. like, you know, what was the last uh, album you bought? Well, I bought uh, 311. Nice. Okay. Well, that brings right. us to the third thing. The third thing, which, which is... Which is the secret.
2: The secret. There are many. Which will change probably, by the way, folks, as he's dropping this, that will probably this change the is season three.: The secret I will reveal in this podcast, okay. my first of many, appearances the first of many the And there will podcast. be several. That's <laughs> I can't believe him. If held you're in that. the cash cap, if you are fortunate enough to hail the cash cap and you get in and you're struggling with an answer, more often than not, the first thing that comes out of your mouth, mm-hmm. is the right answer.: That's always the way, though. I know it sounds obvious, but I tell you being the host Mm-hmm. and seeing 200 games now, right? people begin to second-guess themselves right. and talk about it after they've said the right answer mm-hmm. and blow it. Right. Uh-huh. And that might be true. I don't know if it's true if you play trivia games like NTN or Trivia Pursuit. I'm just telling you, and I know you're listening right now, Shelley, and you're saying, <laughs> I knew that on my own. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm giving you the ammunition that if you are lucky enough to get in the cash cab and you don't 100% know the answer, Go back, because you only have 30 seconds to answer every question. Go back to the beginning of the 30 seconds when I asked you the question, and the first thing that came out of one of your group's mouth, go with that. Right. That's the secret. There it is. So when does the show air? The show right now airs on Saturday nights at 7, their promotable time, air quotes. (laughs) But Discovery uses the show all through the schedule, run of schedule, they call it. So it'll air on Saturdays at noon, it'll air on Monday mornings at 6 a.m., it'll be all over the place. If you have a PVR, you're best to just grab you know, it, it that but or in right my case now, a VHS videotape recorder <laughs> right that's good. what I use you, and program. you're twittering <laughs> <laughs> could you get him like uh, yeah, you know could. you've set them up with the podcast and twitter and the guy's oh that on one costs a, money on he beta. gives me all
1: the free shit that's yeah, right. you know that's true.
2: we're gonna record on skype how much is that
1: nothing okay that right. we got
0: and season 2 starts in September season
2: 2 starts in mid-september probably cool. around the 12th of September Perfect. and it'll probably still be promotable time Saturday nights at 7 but check your local listings for HD and different time zones. That's easy. You in HD would be fantastic. Oh, think about pretty that. Pretty scary stuff. I did my own makeup. Did you? Yeah. That's yeah, very frightening. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm just going with Peter driver, so it's or, very or Ace freely. Yeah, like which of those two? Oh, cuz no one does the gene. Gavin Crawford from This Hour is 22 minutes. His character with the uh the acne. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's it's that's, offensive to look at actually. That is me driving the cab. <laughs> <laughs> How big is the boil on your nose? Oh. Is it... All right,
1: John, wrap it up. Okay.
2: It's a Susan boil.
1: Uh, well, first off, so it sings divinely.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: Anyway. Sorry. As, as wrap it up as you go in uh, choking. Uh firstly I want to say uh firstly thank you Adam Grove first time in many you'll be back in another 2 years. Um I want to uh uh thank everyone last uh last week for showing up and listening to the live podcast. And so your um punishment for enjoying that show is going to be this. Uh we are going to be shifting the format where possible, where at all possible we will be starting uh, the podcast right before the old show So uh, crowds you can come down Listen you know, we will advertise the guests It'll be like a separate uh, email listening That we'll have in like I and Now magazine Advertising who the guest is going to be Show up before Comedy Above the Pub uh, It will be uh, five bucks But you get to stay for that show mm-hmm. You can stay for the comedy And the podcast as well That's it you can just uh, come on in for that That will be fantastic So um, what usually there's a live audience for podcasts No we had the first one last week Okay. I had the Most first one last not week done live, no. I don't no. No. So this, no. this, it's this will this will a cool be, idea though. This this will be something we're going to do All the time now. We're going to go in and you know we want to open the doors, get people in because the interaction we had with the crowd was just absolutely
0: fantastic. We had a great time, Uh, the guests had a great time. So and chances are, like one of the guests will probably be on the show that night anyway, and Todd has to be here anyway. So right, so it's really
1: killing a lot of birds with one single stone. That's a really nice stone. That's a lazy baker
2: right there. There It's a lazy
1: baker. Actually, no, it's a lazy baker for us. But the audience is getting. A baker's dozen. Um So Uh I also wanted to say Uh Please Uh Keep sending us feedback Through the usual channels Feedback at Heystva.com Call the lukewarm line At 206 8065 Go to iTunes Give us a little review there Because you can Subscribe to it there Uh The blog posting On the websites At heystva.com Or toronto.com Either one Or toronto.com Not there yet com. You can go and uh, Do those uh, Postings there Um all I got to say is, Adam, thank you so much for, uh, for finally being able to get in here. So I'm glad schedules aligned, and you are here. My pleasure. AdamGrow.com. AdamGrow.com.
2: That is your... <laughs> thank you. There is an actual
1: website. There is an actual website, yeah. yes. It's, it's pretty grow. lame. Com.
2: If you're a web designer and you want to do my site and dress it up, I'd, I'd love to hear from you. Oh, okay. i like, one of those templates. It's pretty horrid. Right. When's your next show, by the way? I am uh, not touring till the fall, and I'm doing okay. a bunch of Coca, a bunch of university gigs. Cool, which is going to be a blast. And then I'm not really in the GTA until November. I'm at the Markham Theater with my combo show. Fantastic. And then uh, a string of uh, other little shows there. So yeah, great. It's it's a, it's a it's a summer holiday. Nice. Yeah. Enjoy it. Enjoy your basement, Reno.
1: Cheers. There we go. Uh, Adam Grove, thank you. Darcy, why don't you say goodbye to the
0: nice folks? See you. Thanks a lot.
1: Thank you, folks, for listening. This is Tav and Alan saying until I find a better way to close the show,
0: toodles.